Good morning, church. You guys are probably like, what? Did this girl just say good morning, church? And in fact, yes, I did. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. A good day to you from wherever and whenever you are listening to this episode of A Sip of Tea. I go by the name Lady T and I want to welcome you all to episode 18, Black History Bonus. <laughs> so yes, I did just say good morning church. This episode is actually a recording of a speech I had the pleasure of presenting at the Battlefield Gospel Church in Niagara Falls for their Black History service. I was asked to come and speak about Black history, about anything. So I chose to speak about two historic places I had the opportunity of visiting while I was in Ghana. So I went to the Kwame Nkrumah Museum and I also went to the Cape Coast Castle. I'm not gonna spoil the tea now. I do want you to listen. It is a very informative, but it's also gonna make you walk away with something, which is the point of every sip of tea. Now, enough of me talking. I'm actually gonna press play and let you all listen to this tea. And I hope you're inspired and that you take something away from this experience that I'm sharing with you. I did have some graphics that I never had the opportunity to showcase while I was doing the speech. So what I'm going to do for you is compile these videos in a little compilation. I hope that's how you say that. <laughs> I'm gonna compile them for you and I'm going to put them on my Tea Time Thursdays Instagram page. So you'll be able to have some references for this episode. All right, I'm actually done talking now. I'm gonna hit play. You guys sit back, relax, turn me up and enjoy. Be rest assured, it's a beautiful thing. Coming to a place where you belong. Feel the joy and the love in the air It's time to return I've known Tiara for quite a few years now I have done a few catering for their pageants over there at Brock University I love the way how they put things together and as the visible minority in this country I am proud to see our whole doing well and excelling in our community. So at this moment without further let me call up Tiana who's going to make a presentation. She recently traveled to her home land, her motherland and she has a lot to say to us this morning. So put your hands together and welcome to Praise be to God. Amen. Thank you. Good morning, church. It is so great that we're here today to actually have the conversation around Black history, especially as it is Black History Month. One of my favorite quotes is actually by Marcus Garvey, a Jamaican-born political activist, entrepreneur, publisher, journalist, orator, and I bet you didn't know this, 
he was also the founder of two organizations. So the Universal Negro Improvement Association and also the African Communities League. And the quote by him that I love so much is, a people without knowledge of their past history, origin, and culture is like a tree without roots. <laughs> I don't know if you guys heard the gentleman, but he said, that's right, say it again. And so I said it again. A people without knowledge of their past history, origins, and culture is like a tree with no roots. And I strongly agree with what he says because I personally believe in order to have a firm idea of where we need to go and the, the things that we need to accomplish in our lives, we really need to understand where we were, we need to understand where we were taken from, where our culture stems from, to have a fair idea of what we need to do to get back to that state that we were once in. So as Carlton said, my name is Tiana Thomas, but online and on my social media, my friends call me Lady T. Being born in Jamaica, coming to Canada when I was only four years old, I've always really been intrigued by trying to find out more about my culture and my history and where I came from. So when I had the opportunity to go to Ghana this summer, I jumped on it. It was also the year of return, which is something that Ghana had established to commemorate 400 years since African slaves landed in America. So I really wanted to talk to you guys about my trip. I can't tell you everything, but there's two things I really wanted to talk about. So I went to the Kwame Nkrumah Memorial Museum and also Cape Coast Castle, all right? So the Kwame Nkrumah Memorial Museum was set for Dr. Kwame Nkrumah, who is known as the father of Genyan independence. And he's also known for leading the Gold Coast, which is currently present-day Ghana, in its independence from Britain. He was a politician, a revolutionary, and he was also the first prime minister and then president. And he was known for his advocacy within the Pan-African movement, as well as his book, Africa Must Unite. Um, now, how many people have heard of the Pan-African movement? So pretty much by its literal definition, Pan-Africanism was um, advocacy of the political union of all indigenous inhabitants of Africa. So pretty much that broken down is that the Pan-African movement was created in hopes of strengthening and solidifying bonds within the African diaspora, within the black community. The ideal goal, the overall goal was to unite Africa and to build our people up. So something I found interesting upon my visit to the Kwame Nkrumah Museum was that he was highly influenced by Jamaica's Marcus Garvey, which is crazy. If you look at the time, uh, I think Kwame Nkrumah was born 10 years before Marcus Garvey passed away. So when Kwame Nkrumah went to the States to study, he was fascinated by this one book in particular, which is The Philosophy and Opinions of Marcus Garvey, Africa for the Africans. He was so influenced and focused on the words that Marcus Garvey had to say, that when Dr. Kwame Nkrumah became the first president slash prime minister of Ghana, the flag that you see today, that five point gold star was actually taken from one of Marcus Garvey's symbols. Time out, time out, time out. It's actually a black star. 
my apologies don't want to offend any of my Genyan friends that are listening I do apologize it is a black star so to Garvey that five point star showed ownership it showed ownership of blacks rather than whites because he used it for a brand that he started and the star initially was a white star so it was to show that change and that shift and in the pan-african movement it was also seen as a symbol of anti-colonialism so the second thing and the most impactful site that I visited while in Ghana was the Cape Coast Castle. So I said before present-day Ghana, it was known as the Cape Coast. And I was going to have a map to show you um, the lineup of the world. And in the map, it would have shown you the Cape Coast, which is mainly along West Africa, because that was the easiest point of access to transport slaves to their various destinations. So that's also why a lot of uh, people or a lot of the diaspora is said to be related directly back to Ghana just because of where we were taken from. And those slave castles that you see, I kind of went ahead of myself, the Cape Coast Castle was a slave castle. But those slave castles that you see, there were many of them, I think maybe about 40 according to my personal research and what I can remember, lined up along the whole coast of Africa, well, West Africa, Gold Coast, Ghana. And so pretty much with these castles that I got to see and hear the story about, you're talking about people in Africa who had to take these long treacherous journeys to even get to those ports and destinations. You think about one country alone being Ghana, but they were in all various aspects of Africa, taking people, having them shackled and binded and walking for days. I can't even remember the kilometers or the miles that they told us, the, the steps we had to take, the one bath we got before actually going to that slave castle to wait for months before ships would come. In the pictures and the videos I have, I showed the underground areas that we were living in, the fact that light could not come in, and to see that we only occupied such a small space of that castle. It's a massive castle, it is a huge space to know that people continued living their lives day by day, not knowing what was going on in the grounds underneath them. It was so bad that when the ships actually did arrive, and we were sent into the ships. We went through underground tunnels with soldiers standing above us, making sure we kept in line and kept quiet so that the people living above us could not hear what was going on and see the injustices that occurred. The pictures also showcase the areas that these, I'm not sure the exact words to call them, but the people that came in and enslaved the Africans were living in. They were living above ground. They had walk-in closets in their bedrooms. They could see the sea. They had cool and fresh air coming in. We were in caves beneath their feet for months at a time, only let out periodically to stretch our joints and strengthen them for the work we'd be doing once we got to the shores that we were going to. So I'm not saying all of this to scare you, but more of to paint a picture for you to understand why it is so important that we continue to do our research and learn about our history. I started off with that Marcus Garvey quote for a reason. We cannot know where we're going if we do not know where we're coming from. Today, that doorway that we walked through to get to those ships is now called the door of return. Previously, it was the door of no return because when our ancestors went onto these ships, they never thought they were gonna see the motherland again. And I am proud to stand here today as a testament to say, I returned back home to a land that my forefathers never thought I was going to see. 
I was able to, and the picture would have shown you, I was able to stand at that doorway. When my ancestors saw boats and an unseen future, I'm here to see a country and a community that is redeveloping itself. I'm here to see people coming back home and learning and sharing and indulging so much in the culture that makes us who we are. Africa, I truly believe, is our home. And we need to return home if we get the chance, just to go there, see the experience, see the culture, see what the land that we belong to had to offer. Go back to our birthrights, you know, go back to our kingdom. The door of return has been opened for a reason and I challenge you to go there. Go to that place, read your books, do your history, as difficult as it may be, as hard as it is to envision what I just said and envision all the other injustices that happened even after slavery, the injustices that happened when we got to our respective destinations and some of the injustices we still have to endure now. Yes. We need to really go back and learn about that and come together as a community and come together as a people because the time to return back home is now. I do believe that Africa must unite, the Caribbean must unite. We are all one people and we need to really learn that so we can take back that space and make something and help those people back home in Africa too because honestly, they're not really lacking much. The universities are there, infrastructure's there. They've just been cut off from the rest of the world for far too long and we need to know our history so that we can rise up together. Now that's all for this sip of tea. I hope you enjoyed. And if you liked this podcast, be sure to follow me, be sure to subscribe to me, and be sure to check out the other episodes because there's more tea where this one came from. And trust me, you do not want to miss out on your dosage of positivity, motivation, and success. This is your girl, Lady T, and I'm tuning out. Only gets way to Africa. Why are you making a cry? breath fear. You are welcome. phone says I'm at work. Crazy. Crazy. Just testing out the volumes. I'm going to be doing some voiceovers in this episode. So I'm just checking to see if this is going to work. I think it will, to be honest.